Thank you, my brother. You made me look good, man. Because I was going to sing that. <laughs> Psalm 42. The psalmist wrote, As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night. While they continually say to me, where is your God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with the multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Oh, you're going to get this. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Chris. I love Chris Williamson. Uh, he took Dory off of my hand. <laughs> and I shared with his sister Kathy yesterday. I said, I thought Dory was crazy. She came home talking about a rapper. I said, now, wait a minute, Dory. <laughs> Come on, you're too spiritual for that. She said, Dad, don't criticize him unless you hear his rap. And surely he had more gospel in his rap than preachers had in their sermons. Yeah. I love Chris Williamson. Now, I still don't know why he doesn't eat collard greens. So next Sunday when you all have that pilgrim's feast, that's what the scripture said, have some collard greens. <laughs> Thank you for the privilege to come and share with Strong Tower, my family. I love you. I remember when you got started, and here you are today. But today, there are people that are stressed out. And I would like to encourage you not to be stressed out, but press on. There are still great things to come. This psalm that I shared with you. I think it was the king, David, not where he wanted to be. He was running as a deer. He was panting because he wanted to fellowship with God. He wanted to be in a place like Strong Tower. Did you see it in the passage? He said, I used to go with the multitude to the house of God. Those of you that are live streaming, Praise God for you. Praise God for technology. 
But that's not where David was. David knew there was something about being in the house of God with the voice of joy and praise. Oh, he walks with me. The joy of praise. You only can do that in the house of God. Oh, you can have your private worship in your pajamas at home. But oh, there's something about the house of God. That's where David wanted to be. A man after God's own heart. Can you see it? (laughs) So David said, You know, the picture is a deer, and they're running. I mean, they are thirsty for water. But David said, as the deer, I'm thirsty for God. I'm thirsty for the living water that only God can give. Are you there? I hope that's where you are, because that's where you need to be, thirsty God. Oh, you might be like David and let your tears be your food because there's so many things happening and, and, and you really just want to feast with God. You remember the testimony. And yet there are people who are going to sarcastically say things to you when trouble comes. Where is your God? It makes you want to cry because God is where he's always been. In heaven, sitting high, looking low. But God has always been there in the fiery furnace. He'll be with you in the lion's den. He'll be with you even when trouble comes. God has never moved. He'll be with you. So don't stress out. Just keep pressing on. David said, you know, sometimes you have to command your soul. Look with me in verse 5. He says, why are you cast down, O my soul? Don't you remember the testimonies of God, how good he's been to you? Oh, I know there are a lot of shootings and things going on in our country, racism and just stuff that makes you mad. The soul feels so bad because people just don't seem to want to trust God. I don't know why people come to church. I know from John chapter 2, verses 23 through 25, you know, Jesus was in Jerusalem at the feast day and he said, many believed in him when they saw the signs, uh, the miracles that he did. But the pastor said, but Jesus did not believe in them. The word believe is pistuo, to believe, to commit, to obey. Get this. Many believed in Jesus when they saw the signs that he did. Many people believe in Jesus because of what they can get from Jesus. But it says Jesus did not pistol believe in them. Jesus did not make a commitment to them because they did not want to obey him. Only for what they could get from him. 1 Samuel 16.7 has some strong words. Samuel is going to Jesse to get a king. 
and Jesse's first son comes, and Samuel is so excited, God said, no, 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 not him. I have refused him. I marked that in my Bible. I have refused him because I don't see as man sees. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. See, he knows all men. He knows what's in man. And he doesn't need any man to testify of a man for him. I don't know where you are today, but I hope it's truly believing and trusting in God because you will need him. Don't stress out. Press on. David says to his soul, he speaks to himself. Why are you cast down, O oh, my soul? He makes it very clear to his soul. The soul is the seat of man's emotion. Emotional things come out of the soul. Love, hate, joy, bitterness. All of those things come from the soul, and the soul senses these things. Why? Because the soul can be oppressed. Look at verse 9 in this passage. He says, I will say, God is my rock. Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? You see, oppression comes from the outside. Sometimes oppression comes from sin. When you look at verse 41, chapter 41, verse 4, when I, chapter 41, verse 4, I said, Lord, be merciful to me, for Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. We live in a time when sin is ever-present. And it causes us to take a look at it. Look from God and get disturbed because of sin. Because of sin. Sin is anything and everything that is against the will of God, the nature of God, and the character of God. Sin will get to you if you're not looking at God, if you're not thirsty for God, if you're not so hungry for God, like your tears can be food for you. If you forget the testimonies of God, sin will get to you. And someone said, sin will um, take you farther than you plan to go, keep you longer than you plan to stay, and do what? Cost you more than you plan to pay. And that's what sin will do for you. David realized that it could have been sin in his life. That's why he said, heal my soul, sin-sick soul. 
can cause oppression to come upon you. And yet, as I look at chapter 42, verse 5, David not only was talking about oppression, maybe of sin, or Satan, the enemy, but it could also lead you to depression. That's what that word disquieted within me. Why are you disquieted? Why are you so disturbed, distressed within me? Depressed. I did a, a, a funeral several weeks ago, and I didn't know the lady. She was someone that um, asked me to come and do a funeral. And I looked at her obituary, had a beautiful picture of her on the cover, beautiful gray eyes, hair in place, makeup on. And I was cleaning up my Bible and looked at it and said, looked in her face and I said, what happened? Why were you so disturbed that you took a gun and put to your head? What gave you the strength to pull the trigger? What happened? Oh, she didn't answer me. But I know in life there can be things that will bring oppression to you from the outside. And there can be those things that will cause depression from the inside. Was it alcohol? Was it relationships that just didn't go right? I don't know what triggered her to make a permanent decision for a temporary problem. David asked the question, why are you so stressed out? Why don't you press on? And he's already given us some answers. In chapter 41, verse 4, he said, heal my soul. For I have sinned against you. Sin, sick, soul needs healing. Chapter 42, verse 5. And David said, why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? He gives us another word that can change your life. And the word is hope. He said, hope in God. Why don't you hope? Why don't you place your hope in God? Hope has to do with an awaiting expectation. Not a wishing thing. No, 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 no. Because of the testimonies of God, you can place your hope in him. He will never fail you. He'll always be there for you. Can you get enough courage to just hope in God? And David gives us a third thing here in this verse. He says, for the help of his countenance. <laughs> I used to sing a song in D.C. The song was, all my help comes from the Lord. 
Have you gotten there yet? The soul needs to know, the seed of man's emotion, it needs to know that God will heal your sin-sick soul if you put your hope in him. Because he will help you regardless of where you are, regardless of what you're going through. It doesn't matter. God will be there. So, I'll tell you like David said, don't let the soul get stressed out. Press on. You know, in Psalms 103, <laughs> David commanded his soul because the soul is the seat of man's emotion. Emotional things uh, can get to the soul. Oppression, depression. But Alan McFarlane agrees like David and says, you better have a possession. You need to get control over your soul. You can do it. Psalm 103, David said, bless the Lord, O my soul. Soul, here's what I want you to do. I want you to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And then he goes on to say, so forget not all his benefits. God has been so good to you. God has just poured out blessings on you time after time again. So bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. And so forget not all his benefits. What are they, David? It says, he has forgiven all my iniquities. Oh, yeah, you have sinned, but he has forgiven all. You beat up on yourselves because of your sins. But God has forgiven all of your sins. And he has healed all of your iniquities. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a few. But when I remember what God has done, and he makes me want to just go on. And he has redeemed. He has redeemed you from destruction. Should have been in hell, paying for your own sins. But God has come and said, I love you. And I'm going to forgive you of all these things that you've done. My son's blood, you heard about the blood, is greater than any and everything you could have ever done. And then I'm going to crown you with some righteousness. I'm going to crown you with some mercies and steadfast love. God says, that's what I'm going to do for you because of my love for you. And greater than all of that, God says, I'm going to just pour out some love on you. I'm going to satisfy your mouth with some good things, some collard greens and all of those good things. I want to satisfy you. Okay, I don't care if you grew up in Baltimore and you love hamburger and Coca-Cola. 
but I got some good stuff for you. I'll satisfy you. And then I'll also renew your youth like the eagles. Any old man in the house? You know, God can renew your youth like the eagles. And then <laughs> David goes on to say, and God will execute righteousness. He'll execute some justice for all those who have been oppressed. See, oppression comes from the outside. But God says, I can take care of the oppressors. You just put your hope in me. You let me be your help. I'll take care of the oppressors. Satan can't stand against God. All of his enemies cannot stand against God if you put your hope, your trust in him. He'll fight your battle. So I asked the question, why are you stressed out? Just press on. Because that's who your God is. He's a helper. He's, he, he's somebody you can put your hope in. Because some of us know him as a healer. Sin will take you out. Satan will take you out. There are enemies who says, so where is your God? You can smile. You don't have to cry. Because you know where he is. Where he's always been. Let me encourage you, don't stress out. Press on, strong tower. So many great things that God has in store for you. Stay in the word. Trust him. Spend time in the word. I don't know a greater thing that I can tell you from this passage is David commands his soul. You know, like that deer is thirsty for water. Oh, if I can get you to thirst for him. Spend time with him every day. I mean, you eat, you drink, as I do, every day. Nothing like a good quenched thirst. To quench your thirst. Let God's word do that for you. Be thirsty for him. So, don't stress out. Come on. Press on. 